Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show presents The Sandman, your almost weekly uh, review of the Netflix series The Sandman, as well as the comic. It was adapted, uh, adapted by, no, adapted Words. from. The Near. word I'm looking for is from. Adapted at. Dan, tell me all about you. Oh, yeah, so you're Dan, I'm uh, Eric. That's done. Yeah, we got that, that part's out of the way. Done. Thank God we figured that Dan, out. Dan, how have you been since I talked to you last week? <laughs> uh, same as always. <laughs> Everything's great. <laughs> what, what? There's nothing. To yeah, we about. are coming off a uh, off of the power of the doctor. I'm oh, still man. high. I'm buzzing. From the power of the doctor, My feet have and not also the uh, opiates. No, oh, yeah. I am. Uh, I was very that show. I actually. It's funny. Uh, we started here doing the old Doctor Who show. And uh, we were like, oh, Sandman. And then I was so excited to talk about Sandman, almost more than Doctor Who. And now the tables have turned. Yeah. For and I'm real. actually thinking like, oh, I got to see the, uh, I got to watch a Hartnell episode about the uh, toy maker, whatever the hell he's a celestial toy maker. That sounds really interesting. Uh, so the, the news of Neil Patrick Harris joining the cast for... The three specials yeah. that are going to happen over the holidays uh, with David Tennant. Very exciting. Uh, that seems really interesting. I don't think we've seen anything about the Celestial Toymaker. There is no, something about... No, and we will have to talk uh, offline about whether or not we add that. I think we should probably add that. Yeah, maybe. I actually was like thinking last night, I'm like... What if I like went through and see see if we missed any Tom Baker stories? And then literally never end this podcast because I like I like talking to you, Dan. I, I, I don't like doing two podcasts. No, this is I'll tell you that way right now, friend. You'll notice, it's obviously, folks, that you've gotten this uh, podcast in your feed later than normal because <laughs> hey, stuff happens. And yeah, it's hard to we are recording. This is almost live. It's almost live. We should just we're recording it. Why are we- it on the Wednesday that it came out. Why didn't we just do that? Uh, hold up a newspaper. Uh, <laughs> the uh, midterm elections uh, have happened and the results are rolling in and it's not as bad as I thought it was going to uh, be. Yeah. I mean, it's not great. It's not great. Nothing's great. Nothing will I mean, ever it depends be on great again. W- who you're rooting for, I guess. That's my slogan for America. Nothing will ever be great again. Hey, Eric, we're not here to talk about politics, although maybe that's no, your next... No, we're here that's to our next talk about cereal. Yeah. Yeah, collectors. We're here to, to pet the raven uh, oh, and, and talk about Sandman. So now you're, you're, getting, you're getting soft towards the raven? Instead of punching him, now you want to pet him? I know. I don't like I violence you, against animals. I think I, think I mentioned that raven. last week. I, <laughs> we have to scold the raven. Let's scold the raven. No, in all seriousness. In all seriousness, uh, folks. I have... Well, aside. I guess we got to talk about this on the other side of the punch or the... Yeah. Uh, the, or the the tussle, tussle the raven's hair, tussle. Uh, Dan. Okay, let's uh, do let's do that. Yeah. What? Really? What I was gonna say before on the other side. Now that we're on now this we're side, on the side is that? um the raven doesn't bother me as much, nope. and I feel like we talked about this already. It's not in it as much. No. Right, they definitely a screwed bit. it up at the very beginning uh, with what all the things we discussed, oh. uh, and it's yeah, yeah, that both... dreams don't effing die, man. Yeah, that's gone away. Or whatever to some that. Yeah, the sound mix sounds better. He sounds like he's mm-hmm. actually in the show as opposed yep. to like recording in a booth. And there's yes. less of him, which kind of sucks. I mean, hopefully. Oh, here's the thing: in the intervening okay. time since we last talked, it's official yes. that there is a season two in the works for Yo, the, yeah, the, for the Sandman. Two is happening now. 
And I guess it's been happening. It's been known for a bit. Right, but it's officially uh, it just announced. hasn't been announced. And there was someone leaked it by accident or something. Yeah. And deleted it. And but we caught, now it's we known. caught so on. Be, even, even Mr. Neal. We will Neil. get... Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get... We'll get uh, something. What do we have? Well, we'll get something. I the don't know. The next story, see, uh, it seems like Seasons uh, in the Mist. Seasons Se- in the Mist? Seasons, seasons of, of the mist. mist. Seasons of Mist. Seasons of Mist. Seasons of Mist. Uh, which... Uh, well, Eric... They hint, hint at at the end of this. So it's like they're going there anyway. I mean, that the end... We haven't reviewed the particular last episode of this. the proper Sandman Ten season, episodes, yeah. but... It's clear that that's what's happening. But what we don't know is, like this one, is it going to span two story arcs or three? Or is it going to go in a different direction entirely? So there's a lot of yeah. question there. There's... You know what? Because Seasons of Mist, Mist or whatever it's called, the one that follows that is like Dream Country, Dream Country right? right? Which is a bunch of Anthology. standalone. So it almost feels like they could just do... well. The seasons and or I guess maybe interspersed. Calliope, the uh, episode eleven of the series, which Calliope happens here. Calliope and um, the Dream of Cats is that from Dream Country? Are they just going to use that to intersperse throughout? Maybe is my guess. Yeah, maybe you're right. And then because you already have set up, is Game of You? I think after after that, after Seasons of Mist. So maybe we'll get that and seasons that would be amazing uh game of you which kind of makes sense right yeah because like the first half of this season is about lucifer in a way and the second half is all the stuff with um the corinthian and serial killers corinthian which ties to you know because you've introduced bar we don't need to go but i mean it is interesting because they but it is all connected with barbie and all of her dreams and even martin Mm -hmm. tenbones all of that so you really could go yeah i think you'll get that in season two I want to yes. see the cuckoo. I want to see all of that. It's I be... think you're correct. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Something to look forward you're to. You're all correct. We're not here to talk about season two. Aren't we? Oh. We're not here. Are, Are we? We, to... we can speculate some more on season nah. two. But yeah, that all makes Let's sense. Let's talk about. What else is in Dream Country? So many things. I can't. I can't remember. Uh... I'm literally, like Calliope, I think, is part of that collection. I think so. Dream of a Thousand Cats yeah. is part of that collection. I'm flipping through this stupid thing right now. Oh, uh, Midsummer Night's Dream is... That in is Country? I think so. I, I didn't know if that was there or later, but that would be an amazing I think one that is. I think that occurs before... That one could really break out and be... It's hard, though. Like, I don't know. I think I read this somewhere that the way that the Sandmans are collected is not necessarily in the order that they came out. Don't hold oh, me to I that. Don't... You'll have to... I was Look collecting. Them. I'm so used to reading the collections. And I was, I started collecting the individual stories after several trades had already come out. So, the early ones that just have in trades, and then I was collecting individual issues. So I have no idea. I didn't know if that was the case or not. Interesting. Okay. Well, Eric, Eric, right. for the sake of time here, let's yeah, we got to go. We got to We got to. We're going to talk about uh, Netflix episode nine. The collectors, Eric. Would you like to tell me what this one was about? Because I didn't bother reading it or no, watching. No, no. I wanna, I wanna actually talk more about Dream Country. There's oh also the goodness. one where the that superhero woman and she's got the face that's like falling apart. Is that? It's like the Egyptian. Yeah. Is that in Dream Country? That's what I'm asking. I don't remember. I think so. It's been because that's also like one of those standalone. I will tell you. That is in the first Absolute Edition that happens before. Uh, seasons, seasons of in the mist of the mist, misty seasons. What misty seasons? Misty, misty mountain hop. Misty seasons is a uh, 
stage performer. That's your name. An, an adult yeah, stage performer. Your... Hey, I, I uh, the collectors, Dan. <laughs> I tend, I tend to when I reread, when I do go back and reread Sandman, I tend to kind of skip Dream Country because you guys know me, I'm into the all big narrative arcs. There's little things, right? Oh, actually, whereas no, 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 no. I, whereas Eric, me, Eric. I don't skip anything because Eric. I feel like the world will fall apart. Eric. Maybe that's a disorder of mine. Eric. What? <laughs> Doesn't Dream Country have everything with the Joanna Constantine <laughs> and Orpheus? Is that in there? No. No. Is that later? Is that on its own? I don't even know. Because that kind of stands you. on its own, I think too. maybe that is in there. Maybe that is the end of it. Like, the Song of Orpheus? Yeah, is that... yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's I'm there because that's obviously I could literally up. just pull this off my shelf, nah, though. let's not. But let's not. Let's talk about The Collectors, Dan. This is the ninth episode, penultimate. I mean, I'm not going to count, uh, count Cat cat Fancier and... Um, <laughs> Uh, lady in the closet. Yep. Strange things are happening in the dreaming. The cracks are getting worse. Things are falling apart. The vortex is spinning wildly out of control as Rose Walker and her uh, upstairs roommate Gilbert descend upon a strange convention center where she knows her brother Jed is, but he's nowhere to be found. He's just hanging out in bathrobes and eating chicken fingers and acting like he wasn't in a basement for several years getting eaten by rats. Uh, we find out that that is not a serial convention. There is no uh, General Mills, uh, unless Mm-mm. General Mills cuts off people's uh, appendages. Uh, <laughs> General this, Mills might be a sober, uh, yeah, sober cat. This knows? is a uh, comic book convention style um, serial killer thing that's happening. Dan, that's enough. Dan, what did you think? Uh, oh, directed by Coralie... Uh, Fargit. I don't know. I'm mispronouncing your name, but it was written by Vanessa Benton. I got your name down. Uh, Coralie, apologies on un- not understanding. F-A-R-G-E-A-T. Fargit, ah, you, maybe. You didn't, you didn't enough fine. to support the director's uh, It's all the fine. Uh, Dan, what did you okay. think of The Collectors? Give it to me. I, uh, okay. So, okay. I enough. like this story. Yep. Uh, yes, I think it's okay. That's actually pretty much a good top line for this. I think it's okay. Uh, the story is great uh, from the from the <laughs> book from the book. Um, you know what? I think my only real problem with this is it's fine. I think that's that's okay. the overall thing. All right. The, hey. As we talked about last time, the first half of the series you you pointed this out to me, and now yep. I can't stop thinking about it. The first half of the Netflix series is much stronger than the second half. And mm. while this episode has some really good moments in the dreaming, uh, character development between Morpheus and Lucien, um, the reveal of Gilbert and who he is, uh, dream kind of recognizing that things have changed and he needs to change as well or has changed, those are all great. What's happening in the waking world uh, with uh, going to the serial convention and seeing Gilbert in action uh, is, is fun. The, the individual attendees of the convention are interesting. I love how much is actually drawn right from the book. Um, but then the stuff that's happening with Lyda in her dream with Hector feels kind of disjointed and it feels like it's literally only there to set up what will happen at the end of the overall Sandman arc for Morpheus. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. Like It just doesn't feel like it fits. It always mm. feels to me kind of like it ruins the doesn't ruin it just it just slows down the 
a forward momentum of the story as we keep cutting back to that. And I don't love it. But then there's great moments with uh, Morpheus as well. I don't know. I feel it's, I feel it's a mixed bag. Overall, I enjoy it. I mean, this is, this is the show I've been waiting for. I think it's a good adaptation, but it just doesn't feel as strong as other stories. Okay. Eric, that's my entire review. I'm done. I'm going to let you talk the rest of the time. Uh, goodbye. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I've said this stuff before. No. I didn't love this episode. Um, there's a lot that I didn't like. Uh, there's some stuff I liked. But a lot of the choices, um, I guess the direct uh, director's choices, uh, mm-hmm. I didn't love. Such as? I didn't love. Uh, where do I start? First off, the music's where terrible. Where do I start? I mean, I guess people, like the country rock song that plays through it and the montage of doors closing... I didn't want any part of that. That just seemed terrible to me. Maybe that's me. That's a bias. I'm not a big Wait. country rock fan. Uh, I like old country. I like country where, you know, uh, you feel like you're you're going to kill yourself. That stuff's fine. Uh, maybe you've got a pill addiction. I'm into Tell that. Me about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I don't like that glossy rock country uh, whatever song they're playing that, that repeats throughout mm-hmm. this episode didn't love it uh okay. i guess it's supposed to like we're in the these are cowboys or so i don't know i, I guess but i didn't love it georgia i don't but i didn't I, love uh i hate all i not that i didn't love i hate all the lightest stuff i think yeah. it's just unnecessarily cruel and like well so, yes it unnecessarily is. yes i think it's necessary that it's why cruel. well I, maybe you don't know why i'm saying it's cruel okay go for uh, it you have a woman, uh, uh, Rose. Uh, her she's mother is is has this. Uh, well, we, they don't say what it is. Probably cancer or something like that. Or maybe they do say what it, what it was. Mm. She's sick for a long time. Jed even says, "Hey, his mom's sick." So you know she's been sick for, yep, for years. She has an awful father who abandons her. She doesn't see her brother. She's got a really hard life. She's got one family that takes her in as this poor kid's taking care of her mother. She loses one of those pieces, right? Hector dies, so mm-hmm. she's got uh, more abandonment things. Uh, and Lyda just pieces her, and is just has no problem abandoning her. She even says a line like, "There's nothing for me here." Like even Rose is is talking to her at one point, and she's like, "You know, don't you can't go back into the to the dream. You can't live in a dream. What about life out here?" And she's like, "You know, and I know that I have no life here." Which yeah. is awful. Now, they don't play that scene. If they had played that scene where you saw Rose affected by that, like, I'm being abandoned again from another right. person. But they don't. They play it off like, oh, we do feel bad for her because she's, she's lost her hut. Like, it, it's like the wrong, the wrong take, I feel like, in the way that that scene hmm. is shot and edited and whatever. Maybe that's just me reading something no, into no, it no, that's, that's not there but it's like sure well, what who are these cat like she's so unlikable what they should have did like if you could still have her live in the dreaming you know she should have insisted that she go with rose and then rose could have said no you have a space baby or a dream baby we don't understand this you could be sick or like the reason why she should not go is because of the baby they have it it's right there but they don't. They make it about her wanting to be with whoever, and she has no life. I thought that was really mean. 
I think all the and, Jed stuff is also like. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let, so let's let's stop there. Where do so, we start? We could st- we could just no, run through the, the episode if you want. I just want like, to respond to I what you're like saying. I feel like I'm repeating with, myself though from previous complaints. Yeah, I mean we can go through it um, sure. sequentially, but to respond to that mm-hmm. that scene with Lyda, I think I hate it. I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, it does seem cruel, but it also maybe maybe the thing they didn't do is. Not even that it seems just, like if they played it as cruel, like if they played it as her being so, and like and mm-hmm. and affecting Rose in the way mm-hmm. that it should affect Rose, it, it's like played as if someone's not even aware that that's a weird thing for okay, Rose okay. to go I, through. It seems like like they don't even give it any weight. Like all of the weight is on her feeling bad for Lyda that she has a like she's not self aware of her own that would be awful like if the one person that she's literally going to england with her and then like right at the end abandons her and then tells her that she has no life here like who is okay Ro- like rose is is crap but i think no what they could have that. done is really given more uh for lyda given more to lyda to show how devastated she was by the loss of hector to get put it in a moment in time so we see how long it's been and how she's been dealing with that the only time we really get she, any of that she's is getting in the on very planes beginning. to go to england with no real it's not like she's in her apartment not leaving her apartment well no, no no here's the thing we don't know i think this is the problem is we don't know these we don't things know anything about her what what if she went to england with rose because she feels like what the hell i have nothing else going on i might as well and i feel like some because I, hector, yeah, I, because hector yeah. is gone the only person that i have any attachment to is her but if Hector was here, I probably wouldn't have gone with Rose. But they don't, don't write her like things. that. They don't write her as someone that's so self-absorbed in their own grief that they're right. That's they my write her too. as like this this maternal they, figure that's taking well, care of Rose. I never saw her as being maternal. She is de facto maternal, but I would see her as kind of just splitting hairs, more of kind of a big sister. But if but they talk about say, her like taking her under a wing, like they even I, say absolutely. that. This is this is where I'm 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 agreeing with you in the end result of it, but I think that there's different ways they could have. I guess I just want to go back and redo the show. Is what I'm saying. So if we have time, we can go back and shoot some scenes. Uh, you're Lida. It's uh, anyway, fine. It's yeah, an underdeveloped. It's, I feel it's an underdeveloped, it's underdeveloped character, which exactly you already right. said. Exactly. Uh, it's 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 playing multiple points of view from her that but seems more to convenience. There's no Rose's real. Yeah, there's there. no. But you don't see any hurt from Rose. But hang on, maybe though, it's there. Because, I'm just not picking because up because Rose now knows where Jed is. So there's a lot of conflict going on with Rose too. Maybe she is devastated, but she's also excited for this thing she's been trying to do for seven years. Well, then just years. add a line where she says, "Well, what about me?" Like exactly, and then it so adds this, a, a, like dimensions to it. But they absolutely. they don't. They they. It's as if they don't even care about that. I guess they're what just I'm doing getting is rid of the to, character. I'm trying to give notes to the director for when I know I'm adding my own version. BS and these people, it's fine. you know, whatever it's, it's, you know, I shouldn't be doing that. I hate reviewing things. Ugh, let's not review I don't like reviewing anymore. things, especially when you yourself make things. Cause you know, all the stuff that goes into it. And I feel like a jerk. Yeah. I don't make just anything. Didn't so this is me. great for me. Okay. So let's, let's just run through this uh, fairly sequentially. We'll keep this short and sweet. So yeah, like you said, we start off uh, with Rose and Lyda where we uh, get the Lyda's- baby. Light is Baby. pregnant. Rose is like not entirely shocked by it, but okay. Neither one of them are really all that weirded out. I hated by it. this like, scene okay. too. Right. Nobody's yeah. weirded out. Like it opens up with with them talking and Rose is like, yo, like I had a dream about Jed and then I went there and his parents were dead. Like it's like real like, dark and, and, 
And then Lyda like, just oh my god, imagine that. I got a dream baby. It's like there's yeah. no like real even reaction. No. Nope. To the murder part, like it's all this heavy stuff, and then no like uh, maturity no acknowledgement to the, of it to the dialogue. Like I don't know, I didn't love all Absolutely. that. And then the vortex stuff. I think at this point she tells her it's a vortex, and that is like putting your just on the edge of dumb. You know, that mm-hmm. whole conversation, you're like, if you back up, you're like, what is anyone even talking about? Right, right. But that I guess that comes a little bit later, right? Because I think we go to Jed eating the ice cream and then go back into that conversation. Well, okay. So they so like the next... skip over the conversation. She's like, I'm a vortex and then ice cream time. And then they're already like be past the They're on what? it. Yeah, they're ready to go. Part. Yeah. Yeah. So the next scene is actually Matthew and Lucian <laughs> in the dreaming. Uh, Lucian says the walls the dreaming are breaking oh yeah down. and the pregnancy and is attributed to rose i think we, to we rose. mentioned that at one point but it's it's said yeah yeah so it's explicitly there and this is the conversation where it's, we start to see this we're going to get that resolution of the problems between lucian and morpheus matthew's like hey i mean i want to keep you in the loop you were doing all the stuff and lucian's like nope i'm just a librarian um mm-hmm. based on the conversation the scolding she got from morpheus previously so she's kind of like screw this, I guess I'm just going to read books. Uh, and Matthew's like, I, ga- I guess I'll tell Dream. Um, I'll keep you in the loop. And she's like, nope, I'm, I'm good. So that's kind of simmering underneath. Then we get the stupidest scene with Jed and uh, the Corinthian on the road. Let me say this. The Corinthian, the uh, Holbrook playing the, the character, is so charismatic. Every scene he's in, he carries 100%. Yeah, he's, he's very good. He can make anything that um, is happening in the scene that isn't working work better. Um, I think Jed is terrible in this. They're sitting there, like you said in the intro, it's as though he hasn't been being eaten by rats for six years. And I know we said this before, to be charitable, everyone has different ways of dealing with grief. And maybe for him, blocking all of it out and not thinking about it's his thing. But there's no... No, there's no aversion to strangers. He, like, actively pursues strangers. He doesn't know his name. Like, he's like... He doesn't know his name. He asked... They've been on the road and they stopped to get ice cream. Who knows? They might have been on the road for hours. And he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, what is your name? Which the Corinthian won't answer. It's just... Right, and that becomes a gag, which I don't remember from the book. I don't think it's in the book, but Uh, it's But that becomes a thing. Like, you only say your name when you're in trouble. Right. All right. But he's just... He's so... uh, The Corinthian, um, Holbrook, is so charismatic the imitation of Barnaby was great, which you would think like he, he makes Jed, you're in trouble. Jenny does that imitation. You would think maybe Jed would be like really wigged out, but he's like, no, this is cool. Let's, let's keep going. Anyway, it's just dumb. I don't know. There's just, it didn't yeah, work. And maybe like trauma, you know, you're saying this, people are affected differently and maybe he's just reaching out because he's empty inside and he, he'll take any and, sure. kind of, maybe that's it. Attention it doesn't or really, it's hard to process. Because but, it seems like it's not the same character that would have been living exactly. in the basement, but whatever. I would be fine with that characterization if they if they actually sp- spelled it out, but we have to infer so much into it well, to make I mean. it it's actually like work. They're playing with all these like really heavy objects of, of grief and trauma, mm-hmm. but with like without any like I don't know. I don't know. Without where I'm going with with, that, without but. really having the, it, they're not showing the ability to actually handle it. They're they're handling it in a very awkward way, as opposed to like being confident and competent in what how they characterize it. Whatever, that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, moving right along, we're back with Rose and Light. Yeah, we're like, back hey, in the middle of the thing, and that's dreams the, are I, coming true. I have no life. Like peace. Life's happens. like yeah, this is what happens. I I guess dreams can come true. I'm then we get that music. 
Once that music oh. came on, like that country song, I was like, oh, no. Uh, nuts. Oh, uh, which is fine. And I guess people that like that, that appeals to a certain group of people. And if you like that and there's music, I, I love music and images working together and everything. And this did not. It didn't work for you. Work for me. Yeah. My own, my own stuff on that. Uh, and this, this is where we get, this we get, get dead rose. Again, running up to strangers, laughing at people like. Well, we're not, we're almost there, but yeah, at least at this point, Jed and Rose get to speak on the phone for the first oh, time. Oh, right, right. Yep. Which is which is a good moment. Finally, you get to see Rose and like, yay, she's super excited. Um, anyway, so yes, now we're, we're with the Corinthian and Jed at the convention. Um, this part is, my, is probably my favorite part in the in this episode. Okay. Simply for the fact that the dialogue that you hear all of the uh, convention attendees as they're like, I could murder a steak yeah. and all that stuff, is right out of the comic yeah. book. And it's all those plays on violence and the and singing, and the, the song, the Absolutely. The it, it is so faithful to to that. And I always found that part so chilling and weird because the first time reading it, you don't really necessarily know what's happening. It's a serial convention. You keep seeing all these things. It's like, what is he getting at? And you, it starts realizing. Yeah. And I love that they kept all of that almost verbatim. Well, and I, what I book. didn't like, though, is then they have... Uh, Jed go up to the bad wolf or Funland to go fu- Funland, yeah. And I, that was then, weird. Like the Corinthian comes up and basically says, "Like, hey, this guy is under my protection." Yep. Which has no effect because later on Funland just well, tries to take him. And yeah, and right. and the Corinthian never like bothers to a- tell Jed, and Jed doesn't ask. Like, he's not like, "Don't go near that guy." He's bad. I mean, I don't know. It's fine because like yeah, you know, I mean, he's Corinthians like more a... afraid of the Corinthian at the point, but he just goes with anybody. Yes, yes. He's just like I... running and going in the guy's hotel, and then they both end up at that's at the end at the same time. There's all these coincidences. I mean, you got to remember though, it's all like, fine. The Corinthian, the Corinthian isn't really trying to protect Jed so much as he is trying to make sure Jed's available for Rose to yeah, attract the, Rose true. to him. So Fair it's enough. not like he's really like. Fair yeah. enough. But I did like that moment between the Corinthian and Funland, where he's like. He's under my protection, and Funlet almost wants to be like react back to him, like stand up to him a little bit. You can see that for a moment, and then he's like, "No, no, I understand." I really like that actor's portrayal of this horrific. Yeah, but I character. took it from him at that moment that he was afraid of the Corinthian. Yes, he was yes, like, yes, "Oh, yes. he's with you," and then it was like, "I'm going to back away from Absolutely. this kid, and this kid will be like kryptonite to me." But that doesn't happen, and I guess until later when he can actually get a, when he thinks I he can get away with it. Fine. That's why it's yeah. all fine. Uh, um, Gilbert. What else? Okay, so yeah, we, uh, my okay, notes so are terrible. Minor Mer- Mervin Pumpkin is cool. I have I wrote that down. Why is Jed okay. in a robe? Why can't he stop smiling? <laughs> That's right. the thing with Jed. This this actor just doesn't stop smiling the entire time. I mean, I guess. Hey, I got out of an abusive um, home where I was being eaten by rats in a basement. And so they make a point of saying smiling. he loves cereal, and this is a cereal convention. Sure. So he's dying to get. He should be uh, super some happy. Cereal. Some Apple Jacks. Yeah. Um, Gilbert uh, says that he's going to go with Rose. He's looking for an adventure, and he can offer his services mm-hmm. as a as an amateur errant, sure. errant knight, which was which was great. I think that's also really from the. From the book yeah. in a lot of ways, which is great. Um, this is uh, so they're they're in the car together, Rose and Gilbert. Um, they just have this conversation about going home um, and all of the the things that's supposed to be. Anyway, we cut from there to Lyda and Hector. Um, in their dream house. They're they're, they're doing it in the dream Here, house. Okay, here's the thing about the dream house thing. Um, 
I just want more out of the dreams. Yeah. Like, the dreams are, like, very boring. Like, a dream house should look, like, it looks like, oh. It's very I literal. I guess it's a, it's a, it is the dream of architects. Yes. It would look like it was in an architect magazine. Sure. But it's like, this show is about dreams. And, like, what nothing the- about the way that the show is made, like, is different or weird or unconventional or, like, the dream should Here, be, like, where you thing. open a door and you, it goes to a room that wasn't there. Like That's what I was going to say. There's none that's, of that. There's very like, little of that. Stuff. In this one, if you would imagine, like, I built this beautiful house. I'm an architect. It looks like a Westworld set or something. Like, Ex- Yeah, it really does. But if it had been, like, you know, in dreams, like, I'm looking at this thing. It's my house, but it's not your house at all. And it shifts, and you look at it a different time, and it looks different. But you still know it's your house. Like, none of that dream logic is in this at all. You're you're right. It's very literal. Um, yeah, like there's that's, a that's not, uh, not to change gears, but like Go the She-Hulk it. show, which it took me a little. Do you bit want to, to review get that? It, but I watched Let's review Hulk that. And I actually very much enjoyed it. But it takes, especially the last episode, it like takes creative chances and does things that are different with the format of television, and that's the kind of stuff I just wish there was more of here. Even in this episode, yeah. when we get to the part where rose is bringing all the serial killer dreams together it's just not that visually interesting yes or different yes or like you this is a show about dreams like it should be like cut Even weird we're, and 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 just like really experiment the, more experimental the only things that are anyway interesting are the characters that are brought over like you said mervin Pumpkinhead and and the talking raven and some of those things like that's 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 it otherwise like when you're in the dreaming the Lucian's library is just a library. It's always the same every time, too. I would expect every time you come back to it, like, what if it looked different? You still know what it is, but, like, it's just different because that's how dreams work. It's never yeah. consistent. Anyway, that's we'll, – we'll send these notes on to the directors for the next series, and maybe they'll listen to us. Anyway, um, so there's an earthquake again in uh, Lyda's dream. Yeah. Um, in the castle, uh, Merv, Mervin's looking for Lucien mm-hmm. to see if, if they can, what they should do to try to fix that. And this is where Dream is like, hey, I'm the guy in charge now. That was cool that Lucien was able to take care of it while it's gone for 100 years, but this is this is me. Tell me about the stuff, and I'll take care of it. Um, so this we have that kind of, uh, I don't know. Is this uh, the scene where we, uh, where we find out Fiddler's Green is whatever or does that happen next episode that's 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 uh later in this episode okay all right well, okay. i have some notes on that scene but okay yeah that's actually one of the last scenes in this one okay. so uh moving along we got a uh, dream and lucian that's so this is where dream comes to return some books to lucian kind of as a pretext but this is apology yeah, kind, kind of, of. yes it is, right? it is his it's part of his character growth of exactly yeah I, I, I was wondering about how to read this scene. So Dream comes there to return some books and then starts asking Lucien, like, have you ever dealt with this before while I was gone? What do you think is causing this? Is he actually soliciting her input or is he trying to build a bridge? Men, men fences there by saying, hey, buddy, what do you think's going on? Like, it's the thing again is like, right, it's hard to give tell. us a point. Give us a point of view instead of making us do so much work of inferring what's going on. I'm adding things to it that make it more interesting than the show is actually giving me. Well, which I on think one he's hand, doing hey, both. That's cool, like, it really but... is a, an olive branch, but I don't necessarily think that he knows. But he's asking her anyway. Just but that's to such a weird thing. Her. 
He's the king of dreams. I know. know. And then he has no problem finding these places. Then he just arrives at the houses and the dream houses. That's the thing. It's, it's, there are areas where he is less powerful, especially the first half when he's regaining his strength. Now he's stronger than he's been in eons. I don't know. It makes, it undercuts Morpheus in a way that I don't think you need to do in order to give him the character growth that he needs. So, I don't know. More notes for the directors, if you're listening. It's all fine. <laughs> uh, we know everything. Yeah, okay. but then, then we get more... Rose and Gilbert? Rose and um, Gilbert, yeah. Ro- Rosencrantz and Gilbert. And then Stern. this is when they... Um, so they go undercover, right? They steal badges. She never goes to the front desk and asks to page her brother, but that well, that's fine. Uh, she eventually goes to the desk. They go with their badges and gilbert eventually start looking around starts looking around you peek in and the little you know uh hall h stuff where they're doing presentations on yeah killing which is right out of the most of that was out of the right book. out of it um they so you got the one on religion the one on making it pay you got the one right. on women's women's work um yeah those were all those were all great and seeing like Gilbert's kind of put the pieces together. It takes a little bit longer than you might expect, but um, you, to put that together. Yeah. Um, we didn't we get the uh, Gilbert telling the story about the big bad wolf, although you have like Funland with the wolf ears and like the wolf motif, yeah. but you didn't get that little story about what it's really about, which I always loved about the book, and I realized you can't have everything uh, that's in the comic in the show. And the way that it's drawn in the comic, that whole section too, is, is so yeah, great. it's cool. Like, and it, it ties it, right into why that. he looks like a wolf. Yeah, and it's all about story and all of that stuff, and that I understand you can't have. It's I can't have everything you lose I that, want, particularly because Neil Gaiman is so so bound up in so much of his work around story as as a central organizing principle of society and our lives. Yeah, so kind you got to read. You got to read it. You got to read it. Folks. Read it. What we did, one thing we did miss, I just want to point out that uh, we we missed the convention hall scene where Nimrod takes the stage and he makes that horrible like. I got reaped uh, joke. Yep. Ugh, right from the book, though, I think, right? Uh, um, I think it is exactly. And they, it sets the rules. Everyone's supposed to use their their pseudonyms, and there's no killing and all that. And they introduce the Corinthians there. Everyone swoons. And that's when the Corinthian sees this guy who gives them the eye. It looks like a, another hookup's imminent there. Um, so there's some meaningful looks from the guy that we later find out to be the blogger. Um, and Jed kind of had slipped out of his room after being in a robe and eating chicken fingers, watching cartoons. That whole robe. Why is he in a robe? It just seems just, weird that he'd be in a I understand he's supposed to pretend that he's going to bed because he's, he's going to sneak but it is, out. But it's, it's like a weird, weird image of him in a robe eating like a plate of chicken fingers. Yeah, it was strange. I don't know. Anyway. No kids wear robes, by the way. Right? <laughs> as, really, as ever, a father except of, for me yeah. in 1978, there's a picture of me in a Pittsburgh Steelers robe. But other than that, it's not a common thing. <laughs> just yes. felt weird. Kids only like Steelers <laughs> robes. Um, so we got, yeah, Rose drifts off to to sleep. Well, oh, actually, we backed up. We missed some stuff on the way there. They're they're driving, and and Gilbert's talking about paradoxes. Um, and she talks to uh, Rose. Goes into a dream and talks to Lyda about it. Yeah, and this is um, when when Hector gets killed. This is the one where Hector gets killed. Yeah, this yeah. is what I thought you were talking about when it's so, so cruel, and I say no, that no, it's yeah, necessary. No, that, I know. I got. Yeah, you I now. meant. I, got I you. meant literally the the character it was we the beginning covered. Yep. But yes, this is it. fine. I mean, this is right out of the book too, in a way, but not I, presented mostly. in the way that led to this, where he kills Hector, or the dream kills Hector, and well, uh, Lyda is dream, furious. Dream sends Hector's ghost right. off to where it belongs, and he You're tries right. to explain. He, that Hector's like, already hey, dead in both he's the dead. show he and died the comic. 
Yeah. And he should have been like, hey, you got all this extra time, you know? You, but this he dissolves. shouldn't have him. happened, but you did. And it dissolves, um, dissolves him. Uh, so he, this is when he has the ominous um, uh, exchange with Lyda when he says, the baby is yours for now, but it was conceived right. in the dreaming, so it's mine. One day I'll come for it. Which is just like, I, dear God, I hope we get there. I hope we get there in the Netflix show because that's the fucking yeah. best. Anyway, so fun. Um, so Lyda's devastated, but she's got her baby and she's scared. And, and, uh, and then Morpheus ends the dream at that point. But then no, Rose no, she, yeah, she, uh, he, uh, yeah, he says uh, the dream's over, whatever. This he goes to his palace, but she doesn't leave. The, she Rose follows the him there. Really, I love that they're showing how powerful that the vortex is. And in this version, Rose is aware of her power and is able just to do this. She's able to things. control it, except when she's not. Yep. Except when she's not. And right. this is a big power. It's hard to do. Um, Whereas in the comic, she, it is an uncontrol. She is just whirl, pulling all these things towards her. She's not. So some of that's still she, happening. She's not, she's not controlling the fact that she's she's not. Right. She can't like end dreams and, and jump in well, and out of dreamscape. She does. She ends the dream. She she threatens Morpheus and says, "Leave no, me." No, I'm saying in the comic alone. book. She ends it. Oh, I'm saying. I'm yes, saying yes, in the yes, comic yes, book, it's, it's a different. Right. She she's not as in control. And in the show, yep. she seems to be completely in control. And then all of a sudden, in a future episode, maybe is not in control at all. Yeah, but that's yeah. It's as as it starts swirling. Faster, yeah, faster. It's fine. Um, so back at the uh, convention, we got the Corinthians surrounded by his adoring fans, um, talking to them, and he sees the the guy that he had noted before. Right. Um, it's, given it's him the, fake, given him the uh, fake serial killer. Given the eye, and he says that he's the boogeyman. Um, hey, let's go. Let's go meet up for a drink later. He asks if he's if he's uh, read his blog, Chased, which I guess what was it? Was it a zine in the or newsletter in the book I back can't then? Remember. It doesn't uh, matter, I'm but it was some printed it, like. Yeah, you keep but, talking. But it says so he's ends the boogeyman, up, but then you find out he's absolutely. But it's not. A, yes, he's it a blogger. Chased. Yeah, it is a chase zine. the zine. Well, they say yes, magazine, but it looks like it's like a you know self-published zine, zine. Thing that he was stapling himself. So now he's got this blog. Um, Nimrod and uh, the good doctor uh, say, "Hey, yeah, he's the boogeyman." And uh, the Corinthians like, "Nope, boogeyman drowned years ago. I know." Um, I, I have this question. And then they about, have like, that part much... where, with oh no, wait, I'm skipping ahead when they're actually killing him. But it doesn't matter. We yeah, need to go exactly I have this, in order. Well, I, have, I, have this, I, I, I like this when the Corinthian though says like, "Oh, this guy does this," and the doctor here, she likes to take out organs while they're still, and we're gonna do it all together. But then they'll just stab him. It's like give her a chance to cut an organ out, and then let him do his thing. You guys are you missed the organ removal process. He said he was totally. gonna do all these things, and then they just stab. I know. Him. I know. It's a real letdown for uh, the guy getting killed. Yeah. He was getting all excited about it. <laughs> but no, go on. You were, you were going to say something. What was I going to say? It doesn't I matter. Uh, Boogeyman's dead. We got Rose and Gilbert at the hotel. They're, this is when Gilbert goes and uh, sees all the different things that are going on. This is when uh, the Corinthian and Gilbert catch eyes. Yes, and he and realizes it's, not, it's the Corinthian. It's like, yeah, the look of, of, of terror on Gilbert's face. I love Stephen Fry. He's wonderful. But, like, this is awesome. But then... Gilbert yeah. leaves uh, Rose there on her own because he has to go back to the, the dreaming. Um, serial killer. Yeah. Tough choice, Gilbert. You're there to be her knight, and I understand that he thinks, like, the only way to save her is to let Morpheus know so he can come and deal with it. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, she's stuck in a convention hall with hundreds of serial killers <laughs> plus the Corinthian. Uh, yeah, tough choice that he had to make there. Tough call. Um, Rose gets her room key that was set aside for her. She wasn't even aware of. She goes up to the room and sees Chicken Fingers and yep, uh, chicken knows fingers. that Jed was there. 
Um, this in the intervening time, um, uh, Jed. Oh, I guess this is when Jed had uh, walks in on the good doctor um, uh, and Nimrod and Corinthian. Uh, gang killing the blogger sees him there gets terrified runs away and who does he run into he runs into Funland. she says hey you're safe with me no one will find you come to my room you'll be safe there dun 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 uh we cut back to the dreaming so this is a scene you kind of wanted to mention gilbert goes and tells morpheus i'm sorry lord yeah so this scene this scene again this is probably a nitpick and maybe i'm just not understanding it okay lucian tells dream Hey, Rose has found Fiddler's Green in the Corinthian. You were actually right. She brought these mm-hmm. people to him. She's found them. Yep. And he's like, oh, okay. How do you know? Fiddler's Green told me. And then Fiddler's Green comes and goes, hey, the Corinthian has found Rose Walker. And then all of a sudden he freaks out. It's like, yeah, you knew that. We already told you that uh, Rose found. It was like, Rose found the Corinthian. No reaction. The Corinthian founds Rose. Wait, What? If he has the, okay. the the vortex, what he could do whatever he wants or whatever. It was stupid. It just seems like they both say the exact same thing, just in a different order. And the reaction from Dream is wildly different the second I'm trying time. to remember how that went because he definitely says that he, but he refers yeah, to Yeah, Lucian comes I, I, over hey, and, says, and says, you were right the, too. Uh, Rose drawn, Walker she, found fit, uh, Fiddler's Green and the Corinthian. And he's like, well, how would you wait, know? Does she say, the wait, Fiddler's wait, wait. Green told me. He's right here. Does she say that specifically? Yes. Or, because he had said before, drawing the Arcana to her, meaning any one of them, but not necessarily that they were all there. Like I got. We'll put this. Put the stupid I'm just scene out again. It, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm correct. Okay, that's cool. Well, Maybe then, I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Screw the show. I, I hate it. I think it. it's just we're, literally we're stopping here. Going from Rose found the Corinthian to the Corinthian found Rose. Well, here's here's the thing. A woman told Morpheus first, but then a man oh, told her. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So that's that's why okay. it became important. Anyway, no, I don't. I didn't read that at all. But it's I, I fine. Thought and and, was, and we talked about how Morpheus knew it was an omission that Morpheus was right. Rose is drawing those are missing Arcana to her, but maybe I'm trying to remember. Did she? Did he actually know that they were like face to face right there, or that it was working and that they were on their way there? But whatever, it doesn't it matter. Does, it's fine. Minor it, point. It's a, it's a, it's a non thing that I shouldn't. But this is when Gilbert about. says to Lucian, "Look how much he's changed. This is he would never have even very nearly apologized right. to you before. Like now we're we're kind of like putting a hanging a lantern on the fact that mm-hmm. he's he's growing, maybe even a little bit more than we he's actually earned in the show. But that's fine. Like just it's good to get that point of view. Right, and a big um, change from the thing with before." Fiddler's Dream leaves is in the comic he actually tells Rose that he's leaving and yeah. he gives her a note with Morpheus's name on and he's like hey if things get really bad say this name or whatever and I think she does right and that's how Morpheus yes. arrives yes. Um, but it, but in this version this Rose is so different. much more powerful they're, they're against each other and her reason for finding him is is different light and whatever yep. whatever it's fine that's cool. So, but it, uh, it speaks a little bit to your point. Like he's leaving her in this place with serial killers. Yeah, and doesn't realize she's the vortex. He doesn't find that out until later. So she's really, as far as he's concerned, completely out of her, out of league with these monsters, with the Corinthian. Yep. And then we get the final scene. Um, Rose finds Jed in the hallway as Funland is trying to take Jed into his room. 
Jed goes running to Rose, yay, reunited, and then Funland's like, he's mine, right, and, and starts chasing them. Chasing. Down the hallways, Funland laughing maniacally. It's pretty pretty scary. They're caught, uh, caught in a dead end. They can't get through the door. Funland's going to get them, and Corinthian kills him from behind and says, don't Did worry. Did we miss the scene where Jed saw the Corinthian kill? I mentioned that. We mentioned briefly. it. Yes. Right. That was yeah, probably yeah. spacing out. That's, that's when he... Uh, that's yep. when he went off with Funland. Yeah, so that was it. That was the whole thing. Um, I mean, all in all, I don't think there's anything really to summarize here. No. I, I'm glad that we're, like, putting these things together and we get to see, like, the evolution of the characters, but setting it up for a final episode, um, uh, which we'll review uh, shortly. Yep. And that's it. There we go. That's it, folks. Yeah, I feel so like a lot I'm of complaining a, a, from a us about... people out about, that probably are, are very happy. I, I mean, still... It's all fine. Would I, t- I, I overall love it that the fact that it is being done at all i love a lot of the performances there's some really great aspects to it i just think that the shortcomings are so glaring because of some of the other things that go so well so you put these things together you put like the actor and the characterization of the corinthian next to the actress and the characterization of lyda and they're just like these two things are not even in the same show at all they're just totally different um so that's why i think it's just that stark contrast between what's so great and what's so lacking that makes that feel worse but overall i just want to say it's great we're gonna get more of it too so that's exciting anyway feel feel okay guys everything's fine. fine i mean nobody wants to hear me complaining because it's not like the comic book right except for i want to hear it yeah i love it because it's you know because fiddler's green like he gives her the name of morpheus right because he doesn't want to go back to the dreaming and he gives up his freedom that's why he sort of hides knowing morpheus could come right yeah like yeah, there's like a, there's a reason for him to to leave all right it's fine yep we're oh, anyway. good man i know next I know. next one will be uh we'll review the the final episode of this arc yes um coming up soon, soon. so you look for that in your feed otherwise we'll have more more classic doctor who coming back yeah, at you yeah let's again, get back folks. into it if you want to tell us what you thought of this story or our conversations or tell us why we're wrong sure. or praise us for how right we are, you can reach us at the old Doctor Who show at gmail.com, right. uh, on the Twitter hellscape uh-huh. uh, at TODW show, uh, also Instagram, a less hellish uh, nightmarescape, uh, also at TODW show. Um, and we will talk to you real soon, folks. Love it. Thank you. See you. Thank you. Peace.
Bum, bum, bum. Don't have nobody to call my 